What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dusty Dimes Podcast. I am your host, TJ, and my co-host, Tucker Hammer. We have a uh, very cool guest today. We have on uh, Allie Lacombe of the NWHL Connecticut Whale Women's Professional Hockey Team and League. She's uh, she's going to be on today. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty stoked about that. Uh, after that, we're going to probably, you know, bullshit with uh, Tucker and uh, hopefully Keyshawn can get on and just to bullshit about, you know, some stories about, you know, the apartment life coming directly from them seeing, you know, we're away from that situation now and everything goes now. You can you can spill your beans since I'm not, you know, technically your coach anymore. I mean, there's not a whole lot more to spill there. I mean. Cramming 13 guys into a two-bedroom apartment a year off wasn't exactly ideal, but we made it work. Very true. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna hopefully, hopefully we can get him one if he's not fucking sleeping. I think or... he's got to take his mom to a doctor's appointment, so I don't think he'll be on today. Oh, awesome, awesome. So I guess uh, you could spill the beans about you know bullshitting, talking about the apartment. Oh yeah, there's some other things too. You know, you get brought up, you know, uh, some people are asking questions about inline hockey and hockey in general. So, awesome. We'll, yeah, we'll get to those after, you know, Allie's off. But uh, how's everything going with you? Good? Hey, man, I'm just sitting in my house. Not really a whole lot going on anymore. Quarantine life, man. Gotta love it. Think Bullshit. I think I've been on like a quarter of a tank of gas for about a month now. <laughs> You and me both. But ladies and gentlemen, we have Allie Lacombe on. Allie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for uh, coming on. We appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Pretty free right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, all, we were just discussing that. All, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> um, first, I, you know, uh, we just want to ask, you know, like, you know, women's hockey. We want to know, like, your inspiration of, you know, getting into hockey. What got you into hockey? Can you touch on that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm from Minnesota, so if you don't play hockey, you're kind of an outcast. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> kind of growing up, I had a younger brother, and he is a goalie. Um, he played a really high level also. So basically, I just had someone to shoot on on the ponds all the time. And I just told my dad, like, hey, I, I want to play too. And, yeah, we moved to Eden Prairie for high school hockey, and that kind of took off from there. So, okay. um, yeah. And what was your what was your choice to go on? Did you have other choices besides Syracuse? Yeah. Did you have options? Oh yeah, many options. Um, I was looking at probably you know eight or nine schools. Um, my cousin, she's a year older than I. She committed, and they kind of wanted us to go together, both her and our dads, um, so they could road trip out from Minnesota to Cuse. Um, and so that's why I chose Syracuse. Nice. Yeah. One one thing I one question I do have for you, you know, is you know. We had, I don't know if you heard of the story, you know, with Alyssa Rubel. I'm sorry. Can, going around. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you hear me? I'm oh, sorry. One more time. I said, did you hear the story going around about the girl, Alyssa Rubel from the Lehigh Valley area in Pennsylvania, how she was bullied yes. during a high school game? Yeah, I did. That was horrible. So we, we actually know her personally. Okay. And uh, did you have any of that, you know, conflicts growing up when you were playing? Did you guys, did you play against the boys in the boys league as well? Yeah. Um, if you can tell her just reach out to her and let her know that people like myself and other girls in the hockey community, like we're just one big family. And if she ever wants to reach out that we support her and that we just think it's horrible. And we all have kind of gone through something similar, maybe not quite as bad, but 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I played boys hockey up until Bantam. So I played first year Bantam in Minnesota on a travel team. And I remember being so afraid to go into the corners of getting hit because guys would just target you with a ponytail. I told my dad, like, can I cut my hair? Can I tuck it in? He's like, no, you have to let it flow. Like, let it out. Let them know mm-hmm. that you're a girl. Um, and it was also kind of like a, it's hard for female athletes a balance between being too feminine or being too masculine as a female hockey player. So it's just kind of a mm-hmm. weird in between. Um, and sometimes you get flack from the girl side if you're too feminine, if that makes sense. So um, it's just kind of finding a balance of just being true to yourself and who you are and not really letting any of that get to you. So, yeah, it was that's awful. No, I, and I agree. I, I, we talked about this before and like, I'm, I'm totally for it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, my, my wife, my wife's played high level hockey. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm for it. I want my daughter to play hockey. Yeah. And it, it, it's just, it's a sickening thing in the world that's going on right yeah, now. Yeah. It's horrible. I mean, and it, that's a hard age to be in, especially in high school. I mean, I got teased from boys in high school and people are just mean and awful. And now I'm 27 and those same people are trying to, you know, message you or be like, Oh wow. Congrats. And, those people just probably don't have any sense of self-awareness or anything better to do with their lives and make fun of other women or girls. So no, it's, it's just, just, just yeah. and I just, it, it passes with time, but you're obviously going to face that at every stage you play it, no matter what. So just, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then can you touch on your time playing uh, over in Kazakhstan? <laughs> yeah. I, I saw, I saw It's funny. Like you laugh. We, I, I coached junior hockey last year. Tucker, I actually coached my co-host Tucker. Yeah. We had a, we had a kid from Kazakhstan and by far the funniest kid I've ever met in my life. So the first <laughs> thing I said to them when I got there was, oh, Borat. And that was a horrible yeah. first thing to say. Like, <laughs> Do not say that to us. And I tried to teach myself Kazakh. So I learned how to say my name is. And then I realized really quickly that they speak Russian. And mm-hmm. I go, oh, okay, well, this is different. Um, no, it was the most random, but like really incredible experience I ever had. Um, I went to Kazakhstan three times um, and it, you know, it sounds like if you're going on spin chicklets to talk about KHL stories, it's kind of like mm-hmm. how that would go. Um, there's oh, some yeah. really crazy, you know, stories I have, but just, it's just, everyone was so lovely and nice and like, and nice. And um, they treat you very well. They treat the imports very well. They love Americans and Canadians and, um, and they, you know, horse is a delicacy like things like that where you're just not used to customs or you know random things in the locker room and just speaking russian and getting yelled at it just fires me up like i just love our coach i had no idea what he was saying but even if it was bad it just fired me up so yeah that was very random but cool now what what made you go over there to play that's a great question um the female hockey world is different than the men's whereas it's Mm -hmm. more of like connections on who you know so kind of like the NWHL for me too, if a spot opens up and you have a teammate that played and you just kind of refer people, there's not much yeah. recruiting. So it was through a, a previous teammate. Nice. Yeah. And what, uh, and then you went over, you played oh, back over here for the Connecticut whale. Can you touch on that? Cause a lot of people, I mean, myself, I, I, I know some things about the NWHL, you know what I mean? But some of our listeners don't, yeah. you know, we were getting, we were getting, you know, questions and stuff. And like, people are like, Oh, that's awesome. You're getting her on because you know, Normally, you don't get professional women hockey player on a podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, the NWHL has been around for five seasons, and they're going into their sixth this year. Um, mm-hmm. It actually formed right as I got out of college. So, I I actually tried out for the Buffalo team 
um, right after school and I didn't and I got offered to be a practice player and at the time I was like you know no offense but I'm not moving to Buffalo to practice like I'm going to go to Europe and go overseas Um, and I've always wanted to play in that league because all my friends play and my teammates and you know this it came about this year one of my girls from Minnesota she's on the team and she's been asking me and asking me like just come play for us we need someone we need you know score some goals and like you know I'm not that I'm not washed up by any means but I I didn't really expect to jump in and play right away um Mm -hmm. so I had a PTO our coach Colton Orr he was an enforcer for the Rangers um he's an absolute Mm -hmm. beauty I mean Colton is one of the best coaches I've ever had it was so fun playing for him um and I remember after my PTO, I'm not sure if I should share this, but it's kind of funny. I had, <laughs> I had my practice, I had my practice and I, you know, pretty dusty. I flew out, hadn't skated in a bit. I took a year off and he was like, well, you know, thanks for coming out, but you can pack your bags for Sunday. And I go, Oh, I guess I'm not staying to play. I'm not signing. Um, and it was just a little bit awkward, but a couple minutes later, I went, I went back to talk to him and, he goes, let's just see how your game goes. That was a Thursday night practice where I played Saturday and actually played lights out. And, you know, he put me on the sh- in the shootout and like, you know, starting first line and um, played every power play, every penalty kill. And I said, you know, do you still want me to fly home tomorrow? <laughs> he goes, no, you better stay. Like, you know, <laughs> so I don't know. It, it's just practice versus game situation, but yeah, the NWHL is awesome. It's, it's fast, it's competitive, it's fun. I mean, a lot of collegiate girls look to play there after college hockey. Um, mm-hmm. And we actually signed a girl. Well, I just jumped in after for like a month after playoffs because I, I I live in Nashville. So I mm-hmm. was flying out. I was flying out in between coaching junior preds, you know, flying out to play and then flying back to coach and flying out to play. So the last two months were like really crazy. But the NWHL, is, it's just, it's awesome. So your future play? Are you are you playing this upcoming season coming up, or are you going to continue coaching the junior preds? Yeah, we're still in discussions about what that will look like. Hopefully, I can mm-hmm. do both. It's just a lot because I also run an ice rink. So I'm the GM of a rink, also. Okay. Um, so I zamboni and I do all that, and then I coach, and then going to play pro on the side, on the side. But it's uh, it's a lot. So hopefully, I can make it work somehow. Now playing in the league, do you, I mean, where do you see, you know, I don't, I know we spoke about this via text, but mm-hmm. I don't want, if I burst in my boundaries here, Okay. where do you see the league going in five years? Do you see it expanding, getting bigger with teams? Cause I, I, I've heard, you know, there's teams going to be in New Jersey and Philadelphia. Can you touch on that or no? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we just, they just expanded to Toronto uh, yes, okay. yesterday. So they just announced that they're expanding to Toronto this season. Um, I think that's really awesome. I've talked, you know, I've joked with the commissioner and, you know, let's bring a team to Nashville because it's a booming hockey market. We have the infrastructure and like everyone in Nashville loves women's hockey, surprisingly, like Mm -hmm. everyone thinks it's really awesome. So, you know, they would probably go to bigger hockey markets like Philly, like Pittsburgh, somewhere like, you know, they expanded to Minnesota and now Toronto. Um, So I think you're definitely going to see expansions in the next five years for sure. No, absolutely. And, I mean, I, to me, and then there's a lot of people that, you know, message us about the, you know, the, the all-star game with mm-hmm. the three on three. And yeah. Can you touch on that? Oh, like what it was like so for, you awesome. know, obviously, you know, you being a woman's professional hockey player, seeing that on a national stage. Yeah. I played with a lot of those girls growing up. So a lot mm-hmm. of my Minnesota, you know, elite 
summer teams. I have a few teammates on the national team. And just to watch them on a national stage at the NHL All-Star Game competing, it was so awesome. Um, and that's the coolest part is we're all one big community. I mean, there's not mm-hmm. many of us in retrospect. Um, so it was really cool to, like, show my girls that I coach, you know, hey, here's an option is college hockey. There's pro. There's the Olympics. And I now look at what they're doing. Um, yeah. with the NHL so I think it's a huge thing for women's hockey that they got to do that especially when Kendall broke that barrier um, and then getting to showcase you know, the Canada national team like they have some really sick fast players on the ice there so I think it's just showing the you know the country like hey it's not I don't want to say a joke but it's not mm-hmm. what people might perceive it to be the vers- you know it's a different style more like mm-hmm. finesse versus physicality but you know, these girls are top, you know, world top athletes. So, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, if, if looking back from now until five years ago and how women's hockey was five years ago till today, it, it's yeah. been a total transformation, you know, and, and it's, it's cool, you know, like a woman like you that is doing something you love, yeah. you know, like, and it's, it's great. But Tucker, yeah. do you have any, anything else for her? Yeah. I am actually curious, like, how does, like, how does the league go about picking up players or drafting? Is there like a draft process or do they just reach out to players individually? So I actually heard that at the end of this month, they're hosting a draft and I, I know they do um, like free agency, free agent camps. So Mm -hmm. the last five years, it's been a free agent camp where you go basically and try out of the camp kind of reminds me of miracle. Uh, on ice on the, yeah. the movie. <laughs> um, and then now they're ho- I think they're going to host a draft um, but really it, it is finding players in those respective cities or seeing if you can sign a girl from overseas um, I have a lot of teammates overseas who are really skilled that would love to come over and play so it's just kind of finding the right fit for the team alright now do you and you do you coach you coach the girls hockey correct what, what, yeah. what age yep 14s and 19s Nice. And do you see, you know, I don't want to use the wrong word here. Do you see a stud that you can see pushing up oh, on, yeah. into the NWHL? So eight, eight of my nine seniors committed D3 this year. So nice. So when we go to the ranks and people see Nashville Predators on our jersey, they're like, oh, Nashville has a team. And then we go in and we beat Boston. We, we, we beat teams in Detroit and Chicago. It's, it's really awesome. I've been here for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, my partner, my coaching partner, Callie. She and I just kind of helped build this program. Um, and now having the Preds visibility, yeah, there's definitely – I have a couple of 04s who are sick. I mean, way better than yeah. I was at that age. Like, I had a wooden stick and I couldn't tie my skates. And these girls are sniping <laughs> bar down from the blue line. I'm like, yeah, you're going to yeah. be really good. <laughs> so Nice. Yeah. But, uh, Allie, we thank you for coming on. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to, to talk to us. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And uh, this awesome. is awesome. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, bye. Bye. Thanks. That was awesome. That was sick. I was real. I was real sick. You know, to, to hear her. You know, aspect behind everything and just to get women's to hockey. On the league. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's not sick, something and that's what... that gets enough credit. I don't think. I mean, no. Honestly, yeah, women's sports needs to take off. It really does. And this, it sucks because you know, like my wife. You know what I mean? How when she was growing oh, up, yeah. like it, it, hockey, what it was big, but it wasn't, you know, taken off like it is now. It needed to start earlier. It started Absolutely. way too late. 
and that that's just not for excuse me that's not just for my wife it's it's all all the females you know what i mean yeah. like again we talked about this before like it, it's if, if there's a man's a men's league professional league there should be a women's professional absolutely 100 percent. well and i think that's how you balance it out i think for every men's sport there should be a women's sport or vice versa you know what I'm you got to look at it this way too and you know you and i both both love ufc oh yeah if the women can, if the women can fight in it so can the men absolutely you know what i mean and that's that's how it should be it should be like that all the way around no matter no matter what there's women's golf there's professional men's golf there's you know professional women's basketball there's professional men's bat. it's it's the same if there's everything yeah. so i i don't understand why you know, somebody didn't think about this earlier that there should be there sh- there should have been women's professional hockey. Yeah, exactly. You know, there, there was international hockey. That's the only thing you had, and you got to look at it. They're taking twenty to twenty five women out of the whole country. Yeah, exactly, and that's out of all of the colleges. Every yeah, colleges, colleges you know, there are. It, I mean, that's a slim chance. Exactly, it's a joke, and you know. For the fact that, you know, like she said, too, is, you know, there's free agent camps. You, you go to free agent camps, there's probably, you know, I, 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 I went to one, you know, up in Canada. And that's how when I got signed to play in Muskegon for the US, UHL yeah. is you go, you go to a free agent camp. Dude, talk, there was five teams they did at this free agent camp. Five with 25 people, right? Yep. You had, you had to get signed, and they only took like two to three guys. You know what I mean? And I remember, I could tell you this after, you know, playing juniors and stuff like that, and going to this free agent camp. You know, I went up there, and my dad, he he, him and I drove up there with my family up in Canada. They had the free agent camp up in Canada. I remember it. You know, it was in Toronto, Mississauga, yep. and they took like two to three guys out of the whole camp. You know what I mean? And I was one of them, and I was I thought it was a joke. I really did. They're like, oh, you know, Mr. Mr. Flogger, can we talk to you? And I'm like, I was like, all right, yeah. I'm like, first of all, my name's Flogger, not Flogger. And we went back, and they're like, oh, we need you to sign this contract. I'm like, for what? And signed it, and it's crazy. You know what I mean? But now it's, you know, the women's hockey, it's – there's a lot more to pick. You know what I mean? Like, there, you can – there's not, a, not many of them, like she said. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there needs to be more of the women's pro teams to give the – girls college athletes an option after college because the fact that their only option is to crack a roster on a national team is an absolute joke it is it's a real joke you know what i mean because you have these girls like say you have a girl that you know goes you know they play 35 games and they have 70 points in 35 games yep and like oh you can't make the national team we're not going to take you and when you're playing just for example you know like Allie playing for Syracuse. Syracuse is a fucking D1 school, I believe. Yeah. And I don't know if hockey, but, like, that Syracuse is a well-known school. If you go, all right, where do you go, Syracuse? All right, I know where that is. That's in New York. I, I know what college it is. And if you go 70, 70 points in 35 games and you don't get picked up by or even a sniff at the national team, it's a joke. Yeah. You know, and that and somebody needs to bring it to the attention at NWHL. Like, all right, let's have – Let's have a minor a minor system. I understand they're they're just picking team they're they're picking it up, you know what yep. I mean? Like moving forward. But you gotta think of the options here. You know what I mean? Say you have, you know, uh, I gotta I gotta look it up here. I gotta see how many teams are in the NWHL, but there's there's you know only I mean? six teams. Six all right, you have six teams, right? <clears throat> 
say you get to 10, right? Mm-hmm. Have a farm system, have five farm teams, you know what I mean? Or six, five or six farm teams where, you know, you have up and coming girls, uh, you know, right? honestly, I think they need to just focus on building the base first. I agree. Original six in the NHL, they didn't have farm systems for years and years to come. True. Very I mean, true. you got to build your solid foundation first, get people interested, draw that fan base in, and then expand. I, dude, I, you say that now, I, I totally agree. 100%. 100%. And I think they're on the right track. I really do. But like I said, I think they just started a little bit late. I'm not saying it doesn't have a chance to make it. I'm just saying. 100% it'll make it. 100%. This isn't the XFL. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? First season it, to get it, fucked it, by the virus. It, it, dude, it, it, that whole thing was a joke. So I'm on the I'm on the pro site here. Like, let's see. I want to see the team, the teams we can we see here, and what options you you know you have for cities. All right, let's take a look. I know. I can tell you right now. If Philly got one, Philly would 100. percent Oh yeah, 100. percent you got six teams ready. You have Boston, good market. Minnesota, good market. Metropolitan, I don't know where that is. Buffalo, Connecticut, Toronto, right? Yep. So I, I'd get one in New Jersey. I'd get one in Philly. Yep. i get one in, you know, like she said, Nashville. You get one in Florida. You get one in South Carolina and North Carolina. That's your Eastern Division. Expand out west too, man. I mean, you got. I, I, that's you what got I'm saying. Colorado, that's just the East. You got. You, you got. Area. You, you can you can almost get any any market the NHL has. Oh yeah. Any market. You know what I mean? I I would take I'd take my boys to go watch. You know I I take my wife to go watch. You know what I mean? It's 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 hockey, professional hockey, and we all are missing professional hockey right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But there's – and then I see on here there's a junior. There's a junior WA and a – you know, a junior NWHL. Yeah, I saw that on the site. I was about to look at that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 another option, like that we said. You know, it's it's for future draft picks. You know what I mean? It's for future draft picks of the league, which is that, – that's, that's awesome. Well, did you pull up that list? Which one? The junior affiliates. No, I did not. There's quite a few on here. You got like the, oh, wow. you got the Alaska Wild, the Amherst Youth Hockey, Anaheim Lady Ducks. Yep. I mean, like there is. Let me now. Let me ask you a question. Do you do you have girls hockey popular up in North Dakota or no? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of growing. I know my mom plays on a team right now. It's not fucking super, Jody, huh? It's not super <laughs> fast or anything like that, but there's decent hockey around here. I mean, girls hockey is pretty serious here. As it should, because you guys have nothing else better to do. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking like Allie was saying, Eden Prairie, like Minnesota and whatnot. The girls hockey out there yeah. is absolutely unreal. And we have teams around here too that are just absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Now you have in on this list, you got Detroit. Absolutely. 100%. Get a team yep. there. New Jersey. Get a team there. Yep. You have one in Texas. 
I, I, I'd put a team in Texas. Absolutely. Yep. And like I said, they got the LA Lions on here. LA is a good market. 100%. 110%. I, I, I'm all for it. You know what yep. I mean? I'm all on board. You know, what the hell does Vegas have to lose at this point? Exactly. Another team you there. Know I mean? Let's go. Fuck it. Why not? Let, 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 let's touch on let's touch on the NHL real quick before we get into, you know, Thursday Thursday fucking story time about the apartment. Oh yeah. What's your what's your thoughts here on the NHL coming back in July? Agree or disagree? Oh coming honest. from coming not not from a fan perspective, coming from an American perspective with what's going on. Honestly, if you're going to start it in July, go to playoffs. Just I I I agree, but just you know playoffs, you have get it over with because hockey is going to have to make that full return come mm-hmm. September when the preseason starts, and then October when hockey needs to start up again. Now let me ask you something, okay? If if you're doing that, and just say you know you have teams that are on the brink, on the brink of making playoffs. Yeah. Right. If they're on the brink of making playoffs and then they don't, they don't, they're, they're out because they went right to playoffs, you know, say, you know, I'm, I'm looking here. Eastern conference, right? Yep. You know, you have the wild card. I got to look at the wild card standings. You know what I mean? But uh, like I'm throwing it out there. I'm not looking at the list right now. So don't quote me on this people. You know, you have, the Carolina Hurricanes are at 71 points, right? And the Islanders have 72. And they and the cutoff, the wild card cutoff spot is the Islanders. Yep. Are you pissed off? Are you pissed off because you're the Canes as an organization because you didn't have that chance to get that extra game in to win? Uh, yeah, honestly, you are. I don't even know. Do you do play-in games? Do you do a couple games just to see where the points play out? I mean, teams that are more than 10 points out just – Fuck them. That's what I'm saying. Do you do you, do you do that? Do you do you say, hey, all right, we're gonna do a set. We're gonna do ten games in twenty days. Yeah, I would. I would honestly do it. I would put teams that are actually serious contenders in there, and then teams that you almost have to let it play out because I know Minnesota just started picking their shit up here a little bit. That's tough. They were on it's a, a, it's a tough one point yeah. out of the playoff spot right now, and. It's hard to see that because we tanked half of our season. Then when you get the ball rolling that close to playoff time, you get excited. All right. So here, here, here's what I have here. I just brought it up, right? Yeah. For the Eastern Conference, you have Boston, Tampa, Toronto in the Atlantic. Metro, Caps, Flyers, Penguins. Yep. Right? And here's the wild card. And I, 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 just, I was one team off, Tuck. Wild card, Carolina, Columbus, right? After Columbus – Peeking in is the New York Islanders at 80 points, and Columbus and Carolina have 81. Yeah, I've got the uh, ESPN site up here. If like the NHL playoffs yeah, were to start mm-hmm. today, I'm looking at the Western Conference, like Vancouver is tied with Nashville in points right now. Like they're tied with them, but they're out of playoff contention. <laughs> like, they're, they're right, making, now like, look go. Go over to Eastern Conference right now, right? Yep. And look at the wild card. People don't know. They, you know, I don't know if people fucking stare at this all the fucking time. I do. But if you look at from the Carolina Hurricanes down to the Florida Panthers, it's separated by three points. Three. Nope. That's one, two, three, four, five. Five teams that are separated by three points that could make the playoffs. That's a playoff spot. 
Exactly. Like I said, I so mean, how, hey, just how, how do you go offline at 10 points out and then just mm-hmm. call it? I, and then you just saying, you know, everyone knows I'm a huge Flyers fan. You have the Flyers at 89 points against the Caps with 90. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's one point for finishing first. So it's, it's a real, it's tough, man. It's a tough situation. Like I, I want it to come back, you know, being selfish because I, I, I miss hockey. I love hockey. You know what I mean? It, it It's the greatest sport on the earth. Yep. And that's what this, this podcast is about. And you know, it's, we, you know, we, we get off topic sometimes, you know, with bullshit, but whatever, but it, it's, it, you don't realize, you know, how much you miss something until it's gone. And that, that's, that's life in general. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it, it's, <clears throat> I, I, I wanted to come back. And like you said, it's, they, they should play 10 games in 20 days. That that's, that would be my option. Yep. And honestly, but you also you got, make that cutoff line at 10, both, mm-hmm. both the Eastern and the Western conference mm-hmm. have the, let's see, two, four, six, eight. I'm going to look at the West. They, now. they each have 12, te- they each have 12 teams competing. In ten yep. games in twenty days to try to make a playoff spot. Yep. So honestly, but I you, think, it, I think it, that would be the best bet. And you got to look at you got to look at this way too. You know, say for example, the St. Louis Blues, right? Yep. St. St. Louis Blues go on it. They lose eight out of ten. They finish with 90, 98 points, right? Okay. Then you have. Then you have. Uh, let's say. Dallas that fin- finishes eight out of ten. Yep. You know what I mean? And they jump in the first, and St. Louis jumps down to three. It, yep. You don't. You don't know what. You don't know what. You know shape these guys are going to be in. Like they could. Yeah, they could be rollerblading. You know, and that that's great. And we'll get on that topic right after this. They could be rollerblading, and they can you know be inline skating around and working out. That's different than you know an actual game. going through actual <laughs> drills with your team going through actual practices on the ice getting back to that mm-hmm. actual game shape it's going to take time for these guys oh it's, it will take time and you know in in you know for example the, the inline skating and i put this up as a quote you know how gretzky tells ovechkin that inline skating is it, it helps you out yeah right I'll, I'll tell you right now in 100 percent, you know i i played in high level inline i played high level ice Right. The only difference is, is stopping. Mm-hmm. That's it. I can confirm that 110%. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stopping. Like you, you got, you can't stop like you can on ice at points. You can, you know what I mean? You can, you can cut like you're on ice. Yep. You know what I mean? And when you stop, you basically, you know, it's a hockey stop. It's just but a it's hard a, cut. It's a hard cut. You know what I mean? And I agree. Inline hockey, 110% helps your ice game. Oh, yeah. 100%. Look at guys like Max Halverson and Joey Demartino. They're just oh. absolutely disgusting on in roller and on the ice. And, 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 and that's, a, that, that's an example, you know, and, and we'll go back, you know, playing Lehigh Valley, like coaching you guys. Right. I'm like, hey, man, I got I got two. And I, I remember it to a T. I looked at all you guys. I'm like, I got two kids coming on that are studs. They're studs. And they're like, oh, what are they? I'm like, they play pro inline hockey. They play national hockey. And they were like, oh, they're inline guys. And all you guys looked at me like I was fucking nuts. <laughs> they come out there, you know, and during warm-ups, Max, Max of all people, doesn't have tape on his stick. Doesn't use tape in ice hockey. Nope. 
went out and just fucking nipped. And you guys were like, oh, fuck. Well, it, like, it, before we went out on the ice there, I'm like looking at his stick. I'm like, this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck did TJ just sign? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and you guys look out at there me. and warm up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to shut my mouth and play the game here. Because this guy looks like he could undress me real quick. But what's fucked up about that whole situation is it took two kids, two kids for all you guys to play a fucking team game. Well, honestly, Which because was... we just – honestly, I think that the way that they played, they were just amazing, absolutely mm-hmm. unreal, and they just carried that leadership out onto the ice too. It didn't matter what team they were taking. They were just mm-hmm. going to go out there and play their game, and everybody else was just going to follow. And to note that – I for everybody to know, we played in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, and they came from Farmingdale University in New York. They had a game. To play. They had a roller game that day too, and then – Yep. Down. Yeah. So, and we had guys again, in the PA area that couldn't even make the game because they were fucking hungover. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, – that's, that's all the ranting, you know. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll t- <laughs> we'll t- <laughs> we talked about inline. We talked about women's hockey. We talked about the pros. Let, let, let's go on a lighter subject and talk about the apartment. Oh, man, the glorious shit. What is – okay, if you, had, if you can do five – Five, four to five stories about the apartment life. What what would they be? And you don't have to put them in order. I think three of them involve a taser. Okay, <laughs> let's let's hear about that. Oh man, I think the best one was the morning that Max turned off the heat in the apartment. And it was like thirty two degrees when we woke up and had to be at the bus at five. I woke up and I was literally frozen frozen solid and i'm like wearing shorts and shit around when it's snowing and i am frozen uh-huh. i get out of bed max is like yeah i got hot in here and i fucking grabbed the taser and zapped his ass <laughs> i'm like that was stupid don't touch my thermostat i'm the dad of this apartment <laughs> now you can go back and you can say it you don't have to say it she had one person in the apartment that was annoying as fuck that pissed you off Besides Max, who would it be? Oh, I don't want to throw you under the bus. I'm just, you know, it, you know, I love the guy to death, but it's gonna have to be Nikita. <laughs> I tell you, I remember, I hey, dude, I'll get, but you can tell your story. But I, I, we, we, I forget where we were going. We, it was a night, of, it was a night of the Lehigh Valley game. Remember? Oh yeah. And I stayed overnight. It was me and McAteer stayed. And I forget where we were going the next day. We had a road trip and I was staying. I slept on the couch. I, you know, we all went down to Seven Eleven. I got some food, whatever. Yeah. And I, I shit you not dude. And like I said, I like Nikita, but I literally almost punched a minor <laughs> in the face. I remember that. Right. Because that fucking pigeon <laughs> literally was trying to steal my food. It's crawling on the floor. Crawling on the floor like there's a fucking air raid going on. Like he's in the military. I looked at him, I go, Nikita, I'm gonna break your fucking arm. Right? And he's like, What? What, coach? What? And I go, dude, if you want something, just ask. I I you know, and Tucker will vouch for it. If you needed something, I got it for you. You needed food, I got it for you. And that's what I told him. Tucker or uh Nikita, if you want something, just ask me. He goes, Can I have it? I go, Yeah, go ahead. You don't have to fucking steal it. Well, to steal food. 
You don't have to air raid yourself for yeah. fucking fries. And you know, you know when you're like you're you're there and you can feel someone's presence and that like you don't you can't see them but you know they're there. Oh, yeah, That's okay. what it was. And all night. Almost. Yeah. Fucking kid. <laughs> like I said, I love the kid to death, but he'd be like he'd be like, Yo, Tucker, you want some pasta? I'm like, Yeah, sure, man. He's like, Cool, will you cook it? And I'm like, I'm not feeling like it. He's like, All right, I'm not hungry anyways. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Dude, he he legit like I never seen somebody that was, you know, I don't want to say he was big. He was a big, big, big kid. Yeah. Never lost weight for the, you know, like, or like, oh, you know, how are you, you don't eat food. How are you not losing weight? And then you find out he's just fucking pigeoning food off of everyone, yeah. even at the rink. Hey, hey, Joe, Joe, you're going to eat that. Hey, Mike, Mike, you're going to eat that. Like, what the fuck? That was funny. Uh- <laughs> I think one of the best memories I have, though, is the road trip. Can't remember where we were going. We stopped at a McDonald's at like a bus stop, like a truck stop almost. Mm-hmm. And Max's fries fell out of his bag. <laughs> <laughs> and he's chasing the fucking seagulls around. I remember that. Fries. I have video. I have video of that. You're going to have to post that on the Instagram. I will. The world I will. I have video of that. And, dude. <laughs> That was one. I thought you were going to tell the story about North Carolina where I caught all you guys smoking the fucking ganja. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All of us. Not all, not all of you. Not, not all of you. Not all of you. Not all of you. Not all of you. Me and my roommates were in our room locked down like we were supposed to be. The funny, the funny thing about that was, is when (laughs) I come walking down the hallway and Cody Gordon comes walking to me he's like oh fuck and he turns around and just fucking beelines him and fucking uh chico oh yeah they're like nothing to see here coach nothing i'm like go to your room go to your room but going back to the apartment i think my my i'm not gonna name names i'm not gonna do it (laughs) my favorite memory of the apartment was when i had to go and basically almost kick somebody out of the apartment oh jesus and that person literally wanted to fight the coach. Because he fights dads, I, bro. He fights yeah, dads. He, he, he wanted to fight. He, he looked at me and, you know, he's like, yo, my balls hang low. I'm like, okay, what does it have to do with you living here? Like, what? nobody wants you here. And what's fucked up about the whole situation. It wasn't my balls th- hang low. He came out and he's like, yo, I, I let my nuts hang for this team. Oh, my. Okay, that's right. <laughs> I forget. I think you're the only one out of the whole apartment that said, yeah, you know, we don't want you here. Everyone else, I said, listen, I'll come out and say it. Nobody wants you here. I tried I tried numerous times to talk to this fucking kid. I told him to get off the team. Nothing. Yeah. Right? And I had to go to the apartment and say, listen, nobody wants you here. You're going to have to pack up and leave. And that's when he looked at me. He wanted to fight me. And, you know, Joe and Mike were there. And I had to bring, you know, both coaches because a safe sport and that, that it was by far the funniest thing. Cause I was laughing inside. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like who tries to fight their coach? Yeah. Who, you know what I mean? And it, you know, all, all kidding aside, no bullshit. If that kid focused on hockey and nothing else, he, he would have been a good player. He would have been a hell of a player. He had a ton of potential. He just had a shitty temper. Yeah. It was it was the fucking the biggest bullshit I had to deal with. 
And if I can go back and do everything over again, I do it minus that. Yep. I would have you know, right we, when I got to Pennsylvania too. Yeah. We we talk we talk about it all the time, you know, and you know, we stay in contact, you know, and you know, I, I talk to you every day, I talk to Keisha almost every day, and you know, it's I, I, like I said, I, I do it all over again in a heartbeat. Hundred and ten percent. Oh yeah. I try to try to keep up with some of the guys. I know I've messaged like Chico and I mm-hmm. message Gav and see how he was doing. I don't. Kids are kids are fucking rats. <laughs> I don't. You heard you heard what Keyshawn said last night. Yeah. Not a chance. No. Not a chance. I I you know DTA. I got my my inner circle here with you guys. You know I I obviously I still you know I I keep in contact with Cody and 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 Ross and you and Nikita or uh, Nikita eventually to find out when his kid's gonna be born. See if he needs any food. Yeah, see if he, see if his kid needs any formula mailed out, you know, like shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But other than that, you have anything? No, I think we've pretty much hit everything today. Uh, Monday, we actually for all you guys listening, we're gonna have uh, former NHL goalie uh, Eddie Lack. He's gonna be on. We're gonna con- we're gonna talk to him. Um, actually, working on you know Tucker knows I'm, we're working on some other uh, former. NHL players to, uh, to get on the podcast. You know, we're trying to do, trying to give you guys something to listen to when the court, the quarantine's going on right now. And, you know, we thank you guys for all your support. You know, it's it actually, it's taking off bigger now than what it did before. Absolutely. So, and we, we actually appreciate that uh, for you guys that don't know, we actually got uh, our sponsor ink gurus, you know, go check them out. They actually sent us sick t-shirts and hoodies uh, that we were very thankful for. Uh, go check them out on Instagram and uh, Facebook. That's ink gurus. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Goodwood hockey. Go check them out. Uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, Bear beards, Instagram and Facebook. Go check them out for your, you know, obviously all you guys that aren't getting, you know, your haircuts and let your beards grow. I like myself. I had to shave because it was itchy as fuck. Um, face bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, had to do it, man. Um, uh, Ducky brand apparel, go check them out. Uh, you know, they, 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 they're doing a great thing with, uh, mental awareness, you know, with hockey and, and doing the right thing. But, uh, like I said, we, we thank you guys for listening and I'm just going to shut the fuck up and, be dumb rambling. All right, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> yep, stay stay dumb.